You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hello there, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, and I am the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and it is Tuesday, November the 14th, and I am really excited about this topic today. And before we dive in, I want to give you a little bit of backstory. So we're going to talk about failure today, Um, something that I have talked about in the past, but um, not something that I've actually talked about recently. And this topic actually came up in conversation as my husband and I were driving in the car over the weekend. We were on our way down to the mall. We were just doing some family shopping together and we were just talking. We were talking about, you know, what do people need to know about me? What do, what do I need to share? And the one thing that we sort of, that Matt actually was the one that brought up was failure. He said, you know, Melanie, he's like, you really need to talk about your failures. He's like, you know, oh, and we were talking about setting goals. We were talking about our goals for 2018 and, and where did I want my business to go? Where did I want my personal life to go? You know, all of these things. We just started to really talk about what were going to be our 2018 goals. And, you know, we said, okay, how do we also talk about the things we kind of sucked at? And he goes, you know, I really think you should share that with people because we set these goals and you see them at the beginning of the year. And then sometimes you just see the accolades. So a lot of times we focus on the the carrots. We focus on what in our business is going to get us recognized by our boss, by our peers, What's going to make us feel significant? What's going to help us qualify for that bonus or get that free gift or earn that trip? And if we don't hit that that benchmark, if we don't achieve that reward, it deflates us. It knocks us back quite a few and we begin to we begin to measure our significance based off of those moments, those those things that that people um, hold out in front of us and say, "This is how you know if you're successful." And I have hit a lot of those benchmarks in my business, actually, but the things that I haven't done or the things that have happened to me in the process of getting there are what has built my character. And I want to talk a little bit about that because you know what? End of the year goals are going to happen and you are going to be faced with with the reality that you achieved the things you wanted to achieve or you fell short. And I watch people do this all the time where they let it set them back. They let it completely derail them, not just for a day, but for a month, three months, six months. And it kills their momentum in their business. And they literally have to rebuild from the ground up. You know, I was sitting on the plane talking to the CEO of Beachbody. And we were talking, I asked him a simple question about how much rest do you take? And I asked him another question and I said, you know, how much, when something happens to you, when you have a failure, when you have a bad day, when when you get bad news, how long do you let it bother you? And what he said to me was this. He said he lets himself 
let it lets it bother, lets it sink in for half a day. After that half a day is over, he says, I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I move on and I pick myself up and, and I keep going. And I thought, wow, that was that's really powerful. That is really powerful stuff. You know, I watched so many people let it keep them down for months. And I realized that our ability to look at a failure not as as the end all be all, but it's a chance to revise your strategy. And, and that's what we were talking about. And he said, you know what? I look at the things that went wrong. I look at the people that let me down. I look at the products that launched that, that didn't go as planned. And I say, what can I do? What can I do to make it better next time? How can I learn from this experience? Because I know we have a world-class product and a solution. And I know that our superfood shake, it works. And we've got to get it into the hands of everybody. And I will figure this out. I will not stop until I figure it out. And then the next thing I said was, when's the last time you took a vacation day? And he said to me, you know, the really the last time that he just relaxed and unplugged and let himself sort of rest. I mean, I think it was like seven years. Matt says it was like 20 years, but regardless, that's a long period of time. And while he did say he's going to enjoy some time with his family over Thanksgiving, I know that he won't fully unplug. And I think about the life of a CEO, the life of somebody that is achieving the, the great things in this life, and they find a way to balance, to take the failures with grace, to, to look in the mirror and say, where can I evaluate myself? How can I make changes for the company? How can I make sure that we course correct this so that we don't go down a rabbit hole that we can't get out? And I just love that. And so that really resonated with me. And I stood back and I thought, okay, what have I done this year that that has not worked in my favor? Here I am in the 11th month of the year. My team, the dream team, is, is a team within Team Beachbody. We are sitting at the number one spot if we pull this off as an organization, it will be four years in a row that we've been the top team in the company. It didn't happen by chance. It didn't happen because we got lucky. It didn't happen because of me. It happened because of all of us, because everybody in the organization said that they wanted to raise themselves to a higher standard, that they were going to reach their goals, that they were going to go out there and they were going to work hard. And, and it's not just Melanie doing everything. It's our team. But along the way, we've learned a lot of really, really important life lessons. And, and so the first one, even personally, is I missed a lot of my quarterly bonuses this year. You know, I, I made the decision not to force people into a position of rank so that I could achieve a bonus. Did I show up in my in my training groups? Did I show up for weekly calls? Did I provide content? Did I lead by example? Yes. Did, was it the right time for people? Yes and no. But I just made the decision that the relationship with the people in my organization was more important than the paycheck in my pocket. And that I didn't, and because of past experiences where I did ruin relationships and friendships and businesses because of the money, I chose to not take that road again. That wasn't important. I'd rather have the people in my life than the money in my pocket. So I've missed some bonuses. I don't necessarily blast that all over social media, but it's happened and I'm okay with that. I don't have to validate that. That was a choice and a business decision that I made. Another thing is I set out this year to go to church, you know, I think two or three times a week. That did not happen. 
And that is really hard to say that, you know, Matt and I struggle with getting up on Sunday mornings. We struggle with making it a priority to get our family there. It's not a it's not a good excuse. There's no excuse not to miss quality time in church. Could we go on Saturdays? Yes, we haven't made it a priority and shame on us for doing that. That is something we failed miserably at and we need to come up with a game plan to change it because we do not want our children to grow up not going to church. Another one we failed at miserably was date night. You know, this 2017 was the year of building strong foundations and strong relationships and we failed. We said we were going to do date night twice a month and we were lucky if we got in once every other month. Now, We've taken numerous trips together without children. We are home in the same house all day when the kids are at school together. But it's not that quality one-on-one time. We are talking to friends. We're talking to other people in the business. We are entertaining family or friends when we're at home. I'm working in my office. He's doing things around the house. It's not quality one-on-one time. We didn't meet that goal of our marriage being really important to us. And so that's something that we are really going to evaluate and say, all right, what's it going to be? Where do we draw the line? You know, this year we made the sacrifice to say, look, your business really needs a little more hands-on this year. You're going to have to make a few more sacrifices. We're not in a position where we can just unplug like we used to. We made that commitment to growing the business and we did everything we could to keep our relationship going at full steam ahead and we realized that it was a season. We realized that there would be a light at the end of the tunnel. We realized that yes, we might have to work a little bit harder, but we know that it'll pay off in the end. And right now, in this season, November 13th, we are committed to doing date nights and we've already scheduled them in the book. We realized, we recognized, we didn't reach that goal. We let ourselves get a little bit off track, but we immediately course corrected that. We said, okay, we got to own up to the fact that neither one of us made the arrangements to get a sitter. Neither one of us made the arrangements to go out on date night. It wasn't one person versus the other. It was that we both failed at making that relationship important. Um, Another thing that I truly feel like I failed at um, this year was a little bit of keeping the team culture together. Now, I can say that we have come out on top on this one, but the first half of the year and even in the first couple of years that I was a coach, everything has always been about building a strong team. But we started to have these leaders that rose up within the organization and I wanted to let them assert themselves. I wanted to let them, I wanted them to go and run their own team calls. I encouraged that, encouraged them to be independent and I was kicking people out of the nest is basically what I was doing. But it was causing us to be disconnected as a team because now we were all trying to assert our dominance within this organization and we weren't crossing paths and we weren't using each other as resources and we started to drift apart. And we weren't so strong anymore because we were just thinking we needed to do everything on our own. And we were really burning the candle at both ends. And unfortunately, we had a situation happen to us in September where I would consider it a personal attack on our organization. Where somebody came in uh, and tried to plant seeds of doubt in the organization and in our company and also tried to... Um, sway people in a direction to a different business opportunity. And I was I was so taken back by that that I asked myself, what 
did I do as a leader? What did I do as a leader that I didn't provide the right culture in the community that, that someone would feel like they needed to leave, that they couldn't succeed where they were at? And, and I took it very personal. But then I realized that we needed to lean in. And I realized, you know what? We are a company that cares about helping people to achieve a healthy and fulfilling life. We are a company that has products that work. We are a company that has a community that's unlike any other community out there. There will always be a new shiny object. There will always be a new business opportunity. But the people that I want in my organization are those that care about nutrition, they care about health, they care about fitness, they care about health, helping people. And while income is important, they also realize that it's gonna take work to build a business. And over the past 18 to 24 months, we've watched social media shift, we've watched other people get smarter about how to market on social media. We've had to up our game. We've had to learn how to innovate, how to be stronger, how to reach more people. And you know what? It really made me realize that I needed to lean back into that. I needed to pull people together. We needed to work as a team. We needed to pull our resources together. We needed to say, okay, what can we do to lessen the load of our leaders and how can we help them continue to move forward and get results? Because what we were doing on social media 18 months ago is not producing the same results that it's producing now. And it has nothing to do with a lack of products, but it has to do with a lack of our efforts on our part. And so the minute we pulled together, the minute we said, this is what we stand for, the minute we said, right, we are not a traditional network marketing company. We're not just after a quick buck and we're not going to jump companies just because we think the grass is greener on the other side. And when we pulled together and we really sort of put our stance and our feet in the ground, it was magical because we came together. We realized there was power in numbers. We realized that when you have a vision for your company and you know where you're going, you can accomplish anything. And we locked arms with one another. And we said, you know what? This situation kind of sucks right now. But we said, you know what? We can, maybe we can't do it alone, but we sure as heck can do it together. And we band together and we pulled together as a team. And we said, we're gonna learn from this situation. Those that go, maybe their heart's not in the right place. Maybe this season is over. Hopefully we left a positive footprint on their heart, but we will bless and release because we know that there is still more work to be done. We know that we are on the right path and we know why we are here. And we move forward from that situation. It really sucked, but guess what? We are better because of that experience. Not because we're better without those people, because that's not the message I'm trying to send, but the message was that something needed tweaked, and we tweaked it, and we came up with a whole new strategy, a whole new game plan. We reached into our organization, we wrapped our arms around one another, and it is on fire, on fire. I am watching people have success because we leaned in to the problem, and we fixed it. Or we created, maybe not fixed it, but we created some sort of solution and strategy and it's currently in implementation right now. And so far, it is unbelievable the results that we're getting. And I will share with you when we get to the end of it, if it actually did or did not work. So I could have looked at that situation in September. I could have called myself a failure as a leader. I could have taken that attack personally on me. Yes, it hurt. I am human, things hurt but I refuse to let it take me down. I refuse to let the things that I failed at this year 
determine my worth. I am going to revise and I'm going to change my strategies and I'm going to come back stronger than ever because that is what entrepreneurs do. They say, how can I be better? I started to commit to one hour of personal development every single day. That is something that I said in the beginning of the year I was going to be better at and I failed at that too. I listen to audio, I listen to books, but I get like halfway through and then I lose interest. This year, I have decided from September on that an hour a day is where it's going to be. Because I know the more that I fuel myself, the more that I give myself the positive motivation that I need to succeed. Look, losers quit when they fail. Winners, they fail until they succeed. We, I, I will fail over and over again. I told my new coaches this today on a new coach kickoff call. I said, if you can go through every activity in this new coach training, you can go through every activity that Beachbody gives you in that coach online office. You can have cross all of your T's and dot all of your I's and you can have the most beautiful graphical images and social media out there and somebody's going to tell you no. Somebody is going to say that they're going to sign up and then they're going to become like poof, vanish, van, um, vanish into air. It's gonna happen. You are going to fail. And if you can't handle failure, if you can't look at it as a way to grow instead of a way to, to quit, then you will not succeed in this business. You will not succeed at any entrepreneurial business because it takes the ability to move from one failure to the next without the loss of enthusiasm. And if you've got to lose enthusiasm, let's keep it to a minimum, maybe like six hours, and then we got to get over ourselves and we have to move on. There are many challenge groups that have failed. There are many times I had a great idea and nobody signed up. There are many times, there was one time that I said, I'm going to, I'm going to qualify to go to this leadership event and I missed it. There are failures in my business, but each one of those failures have defined me as a leader, have made me who I am today. And as you start to look at the end of your 2017 and you start to think about what 2018 is, the narrative you tell yourself about the things you did or did not accomplish is going to be everything. Because if you look at the things you failed at, and you let them define you, you let them defeat you, you let them stop you from doing the behaviors you've been doing to even get the level of success that you have right now, you are not going to succeed. But if you look at each one of those obstacles, and I want you to pull out what was the positive from that failure. Your team was stronger. You learned what social media platform you really like being on. You learned who your real friends are. You learned like how much trust you should and shouldn't give to somebody. You learned how much time you should invest in certain people. You learned what are the characteristics of people you should invest in. All of the, when you start to look at the positives that came out of it, the relationships that were strengthened as a result of the struggle, you will begin to succeed. I want you to set your 2018 goals. I want you to challenge yourself. I want you to push yourself out of your comfort zone. And I want you to scare yourself a little. But I want you to also believe that it is possible. It is possible for you, wherever you are sitting right now in the country, it is possible for you to achieve every single goal you put on that goal list. I'm not telling you it's going to happen in the time that you set for it, but I promise you it is possible if you believe it because your mind is a powerful, powerful tool.
but it is impossible to live without failing at something. Unless you're going to live so cautiously that you might as well not have lived at all, in which case you failed by default. We're not failing by default. We're failing on purpose and we're failing forward and we are becoming better people because of it. So today, I want you to go out there. I want you to share the struggles. I want you to then turn around and say, this is how I'm going to turn it into my triumph. I want you to be bold about what you want and then I want you to do the work that it's going to take to get there. And I don't want you to lose faith in the process. The minute you lose faith is the minute you fail. I hope this struck a chord with you today. I hope this resonated with you guys because failure is life. And you know what? We're all human. We are not perfect. Everybody that stands on a stage it has failed. They have failed their way to getting to that stage. And I can't tell you how long it's going to take, but I can tell you it will be worth it. All right, share this episode with somebody that you think could use this message today. I want to thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Women Inspiring Women, and I will see you back here next week, next Tuesday, same time, same place. Have a great week. Make it count, everybody.